Hey, thanks for joining us, everybody. This is Dave Hodges of The Common Sense Show. And as we like to say, we are the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Welcome. We have a terrific show for you in this segment. We're going to be joined by my friend, Dr. Ted Brower, in just a moment. But first, I wanted to let you know there are a couple of sponsors that make this program possible. We are brought to you by, well, we like to call it preparewithdave.com because that's the website you got to go to. Go to your URL, type in preparewithdave.com to get the very best in storable food, to get the very best in pricing. All you got to do, preparewithdave.com, and what's going on and what Ted's going to talk about. If you don't have your food needs met, you need to do it, and you need to do it now. Check it out, preparewithdave.com. We're also brought to you by Health Masters. Surprise, surprise. Now, Ted doesn't even know this, so he's going to hear this for the first time. But Ted has helped me with a uh, partially torn MCL in the past. Uh, and the joint protocol worked just fine. He's helped me with problems with my back. Uh, it's been terrific. I've avoided, in my estimation, three surgeries. Well, I'm working on four. Uh, about 10 days ago, I started having really significant pain in my left knee, so I went back to the joint protocol. Started taking that. Guess what? I'm back to playing golf, feeling good. Everything's terrific. So, health masters. I don't go to the doctor first. I go to Healthmasters first, and you should too. Healthmasters.com, and use the coupon code CSS5. That's Healthmasters.com, CSS5. Well, that's who brings us this segment of the show. Let's go to Dr. Ted Brewer. Ted, thanks so much for joining us. I'm glad you could be with us. Oh, thanks, Dave. In fact, I've learned over the years that there's usually a natural solution for pretty much every single thing that's wrong with people. I've learned that over and over again. Like I've been doing a lot of research on the leaky gut syndrome, which is a big problem right now we have in the United States with leaky gut. People are having all kinds of allergy problems, autoimmune responses, and a lot of it's because their guts become permeable because certain foods can actually tear holes through the intestinal tract and allow undigested protein and you know basically foods that's passing through all the way up to feces get to get into the blood. It's bad. So there are certain things you need to avoid. You need to, avoid, you need to stay, stay away from red kidney beans, soybeans. We talked about that at length on your show because unless you want to be a, a girly mon, you need to avoid soybeans <laughs> to start with soy products or soy milk. You need to also avoid white potatoes. You need to avoid tomatoes. That's really, really important. And you need to avoid wheat. Those things really need to be eliminated out of your diet as soon as you possibly can, and also potatoes if you can, because those things are going to really cause permeability in the gut. And a lot of these compounds, guys, are sprayed with glyphosate before they're harvested, which can poison your body with even more toxins, which could then be absorbed into the bloodstream, causing additional autoimmune reactions. So, guys, Thanks so much for supporting Health Masters. I appreciate you so much. So many of you get your multiple vitamins from us every single month, and it makes me sponsoring Dave's show, and it makes me sponsoring, you know, Health Masters. It makes us, it makes us, it allows us to do what we do, and allows us basically to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. So thank you again for supporting us, getting your multiple vitamins from us, and for being part of our family. And thank you because I have the opportunity to pray for you guys every day. It means so much to me. One other story I want to talk about. Dave is what happened just what happened with Sweden yesterday in their election you know Sweden has brought in hundreds of thousands some say millions of asylum seekers in that are a lot of them from the hard hard areas of Africa some of them are out of Syria some of them out of the Middle East and they have pretty much come in now and wrecked the entire society in Sweden and of course 
if you interview the people in Sweden who they put on the, on the, on the socialist network, they're pretty much a communist country in Sweden. They'll tell you that the reason that people are having problems in Sweden has nothing to do with asylum seekers. It has to do with toxic masculinity and that the men are bad because they want to have sex with women. I mean that's a hard one for me to even believe, but that's what they believe, that men can't control themselves, and that's why they're coming into the country and basically raping. In fact, one German, one German, uh, one German politician – who has since left Germany because she was working with what was happening in Germany as far as the amount of immigrants they were taking in. And she basically said it was the gang raping hordes of migrants that are coming in and ranging, raping people. And so Sweden now has seen it through. So what's happened in Sweden, Dave, in fact, I saw an article the other day. In fact, I, talk, I, I spoke to a couple of these guys from Sweden at a, at a, at a uh, restaurant in Tallahassee at the Holiday Inn. Well, it's not the Holiday Inn. It's the Sheraton there. It's a round hotel used to be the holiday when I was going there to school 40 years ago, and I'll never forget they actually told me that there's nothing wrong with the migration coming into Sweden, that it was nothing to do with whatsoever. Uh, years ago, I was going through Glacier National Park, and we were on a tram. because I, I was driving an RV. I couldn't drive around because it was too big, couldn't get parking for it. I was on a tram, and I spoke to a group of Germans. I've never told you the story, Dave. This is interesting because I, I Dave and I have a lot of off-air off, off conversations. And I was asking this about a year and a half ago. I was asking them, I said, what are you guys doing about the, the problem with the rapes and the, and the social welfare and all the things that's happening from all the immigrants you're talking, taking in? Now, I was talking to about a dozen of them, and I'm talking to them in German because my, my mom was from Germany. She survived Germany after the war, came over here in 52, and basically that was my mother's language, and so she spoke German to the children, and so we all learned German at home. We didn't have to go to school to learn German. We just knew German. And what was interesting is I asked him, I said, what are you guys doing about the problem with the raping and the pillaging and all the stuff that's happening in the Cologne, et cetera? And they said, oh, there's no problems. And I said, what do you mean there's no problems? And they said, there's no problems. Everything's perfect in Germany. And I, said, what? I said, what do you mean everything's perfect in Germany? I said, I do a you know, national talk show. I said, what do you guys think? I mean, you guys are not telling the truth. Oh, no, everything's perfect in Germany. We don't have any problems whatsoever. We have no migrants in Germany. That's what they, they say to me, Dave. So finally I get on the bus and I'm thinking, God, what a bunch of nuts. These guys have been brainwashed. So a guy sits beside me. I'm sitting at the front of the bus. Most of them go to the back, and he sits beside me. He looked at me and goes, yeah, I've got to ask you a question. You know, the, 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 the way you'd say that in German, it says, Dafikan Fragestellen, which means may I ask a question. And I said, yeah. He said, sure. He goes, why do you speak such good German? <laughs> That's what he asked me, Dave. Why do you speak such good German? And I said, I explained to him what I just explained to you guys. And he said, oh, okay, that makes sense. And he goes, let me tell you guys. And he said, we don't know who you are. You know, we're forbidden to talk about what's going on with the Muslims in Germany. It's politically incorrect. If we talk about the Muslims or the Nazis or Hitler or the Third Reich or anything, we can't do that. We don't have a First Amendment like you have in the United States. That is foreboding for us. We can't do it. So when you ask us questions like that, even when we're in the United States, if we don't know who you are or why you speak such good German, we're thinking you could be a German over here spying on us in America who's going to turn us in when we go back to Germany. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. No. And Dave, he was that paranoid. Finally, he looked at me and goes, you're absolutely right. Now that I know that you're an American, you're absolutely right. He goes, we're having a nightmare of a problem in Germany with the immigration coming into Germany. It's destroying our culture. It's destroying our, the very fabric of our society. He says, within 30 years, we will be a Muslim nation. He goes, we don't want that in Germany. But Angela Merkel has basically betrayed Germany and betrayed all of Europe and all of the EU by bringing these people into our countries and requiring that we take a certain percentage of them in. It's a complete and total disaster for us in Germany, and we want to get rid of Angela Merkel, and we don't want to be involved with it anymore. Now, let's jump to Sweden. Sweden had a vote 
yesterday, just like Angela Merkel almost did not retain power, which she should not have, by the way. The Sweden Democrats, this is an article right now from The Independent. It says, Sweden Democrats, party with roots in the neo-Nazi movement, <laughs> could emerge as the country's largest political party. Now, why am I laughing about the neo-Nazi movement? Here's what it reminds me of. It's like I'm going to go over to Germany right now, and I'm going to dig up. I'm going to go to one of the German graveyards. Now, I'm being facetious now. I'm not going to do any of this. Okay, I'm just I'm using this as a metaphor, and I'm going to go dig up a Nazi general probably got buried in a military uniform during the war and i'm going to dust him off dave and we're going to stick him up in front of everybody and said look at this bad nazi look at this bad neo Nazi. look at this nazi the nazis are dead and gone i can pretty much guarantee you there aren't any nazis still living in the united states i think the last one was deported to israel a few weeks ago i don't i don't think there are any more nazis running around that were even nazis in world war ii unless they're extremely old in wheelchairs and they probably haven't had any part of the ideology of a Nazi party in, in decades or you know or half a century. So what they do though, Dave, they, they created this such a strong, how should I say, almost a meme of the Nazi that when they can bring the Nazis up whenever they can, it evokes such an image of terror in the hearts and the minds of the people in those countries, because you know Sweden was an occupied country, that they want to prevent that from ever happening again. So the head new article reads, Sweden Democrats party with roots in the neo-Nazi movement could emerge as the country's largest. That's why I read that again. A far-right populist party with roots in the neo-Nazi movement, they say it again, could emerge as the largest single party in Sweden following the country's upcoming general election, according to a survey. Now, they didn't quite take control. It's, like it's in the balance right now. The Swedish center bloc holds a slim lead over the center right head ahead of the Nazi general election, the survey showed, but they're both short of a majority. The ruling Social Democrats and Greens and their parliamentary ally, the left party, were backed by 39.5% according to Friday's poll. So what's happening is Sweden is waking up. Germany is waking up. Everybody's waking up to the fact that they don't want just massive amounts of immigrants coming to their countries and destroying the very fabric of their society, which we have already seen happen in our country. We know the C-130s were coming in in the middle of the night bringing in large populations of refugees out of the Middle East and out of Africa into the United <clears> States <throat> under the cover of darkness, bypassing major security centers into the United States. I hope that all has stopped. Donald Trump has said that he wanted all of that to stop, and I, I believe that a lot of the people are no longer coming into the U.S. But, Dave, this is the goal, because when you get enough of these socialists in, one, one Republican congressman just said, he said that, that the Democrats have picked up at least 20 seats in the House now just because of the immigration that we've had coming into the United States. Now think about that for a second. They picked up 20 seats in the House because of the immigration coming into the United States. I mean, let that sink in for a second. They're trying to change the political balance in the United States. If you still, leave in, if you still believe in the politics and you still believe that we're having fair elections, this is a major, major problem, guys, because the reality is these hardcore socialist Democrats have their core ideology based in Stalinism and Leninism from the communist movement in Russia in the early 1900s, which was pushed into Germany, into Europe, and then brought into the United States. And they now run our media. They now run, they now run most of the drugs and all the other things that are happening. They control the Federal Reserve Banks in the United States. All of the same group of people, Dave, the same group, is being allowed to control the U.S. United States of America, and these guys are hardcore socialists. I've got a friend of mine. He's a business owner, and he married a girl out of Colombia, 
who was a hardcore socialist, hardcore, hard. In fact, she wrote for a major newspaper here in Central Florida for years and years and years as a socialist writer. And he's a very conservative guy. He didn't know she had these deep, deep roots in communism. And she has basically gone through Trump derangement syndrome. I kid you not, Dave. I'm not making this stuff up. For the past two years, her personality has gone to such an extreme that they are now in the process of getting a divorce because it's that bad. Because she simply is so unreasonable about her beliefs and her views that she's unwilling to accept the fact that we have a person in the White House who doesn't want to have open borders. In fact, it was funny. They just went to a, they went to, they went to Germany on vacation to visit some relatives here a few months ago. And what was interesting about this particular conversation is that she was in Germany and she was promoting the fact that the Germans need to open their borders and allow more and more and more refugees to come into Europe. And the in the, her relatives over there in, in the man's relatives that he was saying they were all arguing with her and that she got into screaming fights with the relatives because she wanted more and more and more Muslims in Germany. They told her, they said, you're nuts. You are absolutely nuts. We don't want this type of you know, group of people coming into our country and destroying the very fabric of our society. We don't want this. They're going to take over the entire continent of Europe. And she goes, well, that's what they should do. They should be given all free housing. She really, and, and they, she really believes it. It's almost like she's got some type of mental illness that allows her to think this way. And, of course, I have nothing to do with her whatsoever anymore as far as I don't even want to speak to her anymore. It was very, it was very difficult. She was like a coal dust you had to breathe to hang out with my friend because she was just mm -hmm. always spouting off this communist idealistic junk, this Bernie Sanders rhetoric. And it's sad to me, Dave. How can these people be so messed up, Dave? How can they believe this, buddy? It's a mystery to me. It's almost like there's a trigger mechanism that gets flipped and they go from zero to 60 with their emotionality. I've seen it, too. I used to work with someone who thought that uh, CNN uh, was the be-all, end-all in journalism. And I would try to engage him in some examples of where this wasn't true. And I brought in the proof of Amber Lyons, who worked for CNN, and what she said. And this person wouldn't hear a word. I couldn't get a sentence out without being screamed at. And finally, I just said, fine, you've got your belief, I've got mine. But that's how most of them are, Ted. You just described this woman to a T. But, but, but I'm talking, David... They're getting divorced. I mean, it's 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 so bad that he can't take it. And then she says to him in a, in a dreaming, in a screaming, drunken rage one night, she screams at him, "That's what you get for marrying somebody who you don't know what their beliefs and values are." And I'm like, "Whoa, my gosh!" And I'm, I'm talking the guys have been married for over 20 years, but she simply flipped over the some somebody flipped the breaker on her when Trump won. She was literally on the floor and on the couch for weeks screaming and wailing after Donald Trump took the White House and the witch of Benghazi didn't get in. It blows my mind. And so now everybody who voted for Trump, she's incredibly angry at them, and she doesn't want to have anything to do with them because she feels as though they're the ones that have caused the country to slide into the slippery slope of, you know, of nationalism. Okay. Now, here's another topic that you'll know a lot about. The MS-13 gang members and criminals that are embedded in illegal family members and units are pouring over the Texas border. In other words, you know, we, of course, I love the picture of Nancy Pelosi hugging an MS-3 gang member. I don't know if you've seen that one yet or not. I mean, unbelievable. Uh, Texas in the Rio Grande Valley Porter Patrol sector is reporting a record number of illegal family migrations from Central America countries as the result of the reversal of President Donald Trump's promise to curtail illegal immigration and human trafficking. An alarming member of the MS-13 gang members and criminals are embedded in large migrant groups and try to disguise themselves as unaccompanied children 
mm-hmm. belonging to family units covered in tattoos. The border is still out of control, and Congress refuses to change laws that would allow the U.S. to deport illegal migrants like most other countries. In other words, the U.S. government is the major cause still under Donald Trump of illegal border crossings in the United States through Texas. Guys, I don't know what you think about Donald Trump, but I'm getting pretty doggone frustrated, Dave. I know he's got an election coming up, but he's allowing this leftist doctrine ideology to come in and take him over. I'm still looking outside right now. My whole sky's covered in chemtrails right now. <laughs> right now, we have no border fence. Hillary's still running around free. No charges have been filed against her. No investigation has been done against her. Obama, the gay Kenyan, is basically still running around. He basically has no authority to be the president of the United States. He should have never been the president of the United States. was not. was an usurper, and every one of his executive orders and everything he signed needs to be completely and totally redacted from the doggone memory of the American population and from the laws. That's how I feel. That's how strong I'm about this. But i got to say, Donald Trump's got to step this thing up. He's got to stop doing what he's doing in Syria. He's got to stop meddling in Syria. He's got to stop doing all of the things that doing if indeed he's doing this stuff and not just being used as a figurehead and the Rothschild controlled military industrial complex is still not in firm control of the United States of America, which it still may be. I'm not sure about all that because he sure does have a lot of Rothschild people who used to work for Rothschild sure. and she sure took a lot of loans from the Rothschilds back in the 80s for them not to be in charge of what's going on to the United States. So at this point, I'm still getting very, very frustrated with Trump. Because I like what he says, but Dave, we don't have a border wall. He could use the U.S. military to do that if he wanted to. I mean, he has the authority to do that, but he's not doing it. In fact, Ann Coulter says, and this is a very important article, that Trump can build a wall without permission. So why doesn't he? And Coulter says that President Trump does not need permission from Congress to build the wall because he's the commander-in-chief and has control over all of the agencies under the executive branch, including the Department of Defense and Homeland Security and the funds available for these agencies are more than adequate for the job. She says defending U.S. borders is the number one job of the commander-in-chief and that what most of the military did for the first hundred years. We weren't going around and remaking the rest of the world. It was the military building forts on our border. Defending the American borders is the number one job of the commander-in-chief. And Dave, I agree with her 100%. But again, I personally think Trump's been compromised. I think there's something going on either with his finances or with his family or with threats. And he's capitulating to these forces and probably try to stay alive at the same time. Dave, what do you think? No, there's no question that's absolutely the case. But, you know, I, I, I give it a, a slightly – well, I'm going to defer to you on this. I think you're right. As I think this through, I think you're absolutely right. I don't know what else to say. I mean, Dave, I mean, why – there's no – Hillary's not locked up. There's no investigation with Hillary. Deleted 30,000 emails, compromised – people that were basically in the spy agency, the CIA, multiple people from China got information from her, and a lot of the agents were killed. We've seen that over and over again, and this lady's not being held on this. I mean, this is absolutely crazy that this is happening and that nobody else is talking about it because, quite frankly, you know, he needs to do what he said he was going to do, Dave. He needs to reopen the 9-11 investigations. He never believed in 9-11. He talked about 9-11. We've had 10,000 people that have cancer from 9-11 from the dust that was filled with asbestos, which EPA said there was nothing to worry about. It was safe for the guys to walk around. I mean, this is the 17th anniversary of 9-11. It's approaching, and a new report shows that 9,795 people, many first responders, are suffering from cancer caused by inhaling the highly toxic dust filled with asbestos. The report is from the federally funded World Trade Center program, which reports 400 deaths from this source following the demolition of the Twin Towers in Building 7. The government said the air was safe, one week after the attacks, 
Christine Todd Whitman, administrator of the EPA, assured people in New York and Washington, D.C. that their air was safe to breathe again and their water was safe to drink again. And now we've got almost 10,000 people have cancer from this stuff, Dave. And we're coming up upon that. A few weeks ago, we had a swimming instructor here at the house. We had a swimming player at the house, and I was having one of my grandchildren. They were being given swimming lessons. And uh, the guy worked for American Airlines for years, for like 20 years he worked for American Airlines. In fact, he's a retiree from American. Really nice guy. His name is Tom. And I was talking to him, and he was talking to me about 9-11. He was talking about how the plane had gone into the Pentagon. And I looked at him, and I said, uh, do you believe it was a plane? He said, oh, yeah, I had people that I knew that were on that airplane that, that, that died. I said, well, Tom, I said, why do you think it was an airplane? I said, how does a 757 go through an 18-foot-wide hole? Where are the wing marks? Where are the engines? Where are the titanium engines? They're not going to burn. They're going to break off. The wings are going to break off. The wings should have been partially laying outside of the Pentagon with giant wing holes in the side of the building. You don't see any of that. He goes, I, I don't know. I said, well, where are the, where's the videotapes? Why were over 500 videotapes seized back in 2001 from buildings surrounding the Pentagon so we couldn't see what happened? Why, after all the years, we saw several frames that were released that never showed an airplane that showed a giant explosion? He goes, well, that was after the plane went in. That's what caused the explosion. I said, no, it wasn't, Tom. I said, think through this. What about Building 7? He goes, Building 7? What's Building 7? This is 17 years later, Dave. And he says, what was Building 7? And then it was funny. No, no, this, no this, 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 this is the general population. This is probably 80% of the population. And I looked at him as I pulled up Building 7 on my iPad because he's here at the house and I was had, you know, I had Wi-Fi. And I said, watch this. And I said, this is the Solomon Building that went out about, went out a few hours later after 9-11. Never got hit by a plane. Had a few office fires. He goes, that looks like an implosion. And I said, did you not know that happened the same day as 9-11? He goes, no, it didn't. And I said, yeah, it did. And it was so funny because I watched his eyes start twitching. That's what happens when the brain starts processing information that it can't decode. Now, you heard that right. That's what happens with it. You, your, your eye starts twitching because it doesn't know what to do with the information because of it, because there's so much emotional baggage associated with 9-11 that when you get a new bit of information 17 years later, your brain is in a normalcy bias, and it doesn't want to decode that information because it changes the parameters of what you believe are true. So I started sending some information. I said, I'll send you a few links on 9-11. So I sent him 9-11 Mysteries, which is an excellent CD. You will get it online for free. I also sent him 9-11 Loose Change, and I sent him the other one from the architects and the engineers, and he, he called me back, and he goes, dude, he goes, this is ridiculous. I had no idea this was going on. I said, hey, bud, this has been going on for 17 years. You just haven't been part of the solution. I said, you've been just believing the mainstream lies. And I said, this is what they don't want you to know about. In fact, right now in the BBC, over right now in in England, the BBC is banning all climate deniers from getting on the airwaves. Soon it'll be all vaccine deniers. Soon it'll be everybody who questions the 9-11 report, as far as you know, the official report telling us that the building's pancake, which never bothered to mention Building 7. If you question any of the mainstream narrative, Dave, you'll be taken off the air or not allowed on the air. This happened to me about 20 years ago. Actually, about 25 years ago, I was doing about on a peak week on like Christmas or Thanksgiving, I did the 40 shows a week. And this is an, this is, these are these are mainstream TV and radio shows that I would fly to or do via the telephone all over the United States. We would set up tours three to four to five times a year so that I'd be gone for two weeks at a time and do big loops around the United States and appear live in person at speaking seminars, radio TV shows all over the country, did thousands of interviews like that, spoke to over a million people at live seminars and tens of millions if not probably 50 or 60 million people really in estimates on radio. Now, this is all secular shows. This is all Rothschild-owned stuff. The problem was it wasn't Rothschild-owned back then. Bill Clinton back in the early 90s changed the FCC guidelines and allowed 
one company like Clear Channel, Rothschild-owned company, to come in and buy every single station in an area. Before then, you could only own one station. One corporation could only own one station because they wanted to prevent censorship of the news. Because if, if everybody, if one company controls the media in an area, then that media will only tell you what they want you to hear, and they could censor the entire population from hearing the truth. So what happened is when these big conglomerates started coming in and buying up all of the stations, Dave, they were having a lot of these mom-and-pop shows going off the air. So a lot of these DJs in the morning who needed guests to be part of their show no longer needed people who were giving alternative health information. So little by little, I started seeing that these numbers declined, 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 declined until after about six years after that happened, there were virtually no stations any longer that would even carry a show that I was doing because they had been told in many cases by their top people in the studio that the network had told them that you cannot put anyone on the air that competes against our advertisers. So what ends up happening, Dave, if they're promoting drugs to lower cholesterol, such as statin drugs, and I'm giving people natural alternatives to lowering cholesterol without the use of statin drugs, they don't want me competing against their advertisers, and the advertisers tell them they don't want me competing against their ad dollars, and so they would tell them not to put me on the air. So little by little, all the that's why you very rarely ever hear a person come in on TV or radio and cover things like my top 10 foods never to eat, which were basically pork, which were high-fat luncheon meats, aspartame, diet sodas, margarine products such as Crisco, four was shellfish, especially out of the Gulf of Mexico. Now that place is so toxic. Five soybean products, which basically you know already know what they do. Six sugar and junk food. Seven chlorine and fluoride. Eight high fat dairy products. Nine coffee products. And ten alcohol products. Those are my top ten foods never to eat. And I'd cover those in detail as to why in the clinical studies that were linked to each of those particular topics and why they cause health issues. They didn't want that anymore, Dave. They didn't want to hear anything about that because you, you can't make money in prevention. They know that. But you can get people that are sick, and you can keep them on insulin or you can keep them on cancer drugs for years, if not decades, and keep them as a revenue source for the corporations. In fact, I was reading in the Financial Times a few years ago, one of the goals of several of the major manufacturers were to create a cancer drug, kind of like insulin is for diabetes, that would keep a person alive with the cancer for years, if not decades, to increase the revenue stream to the corporations to allow those corporations to maximize profits, which was the fiduciary responsibility of those corporations, and that they needed to have more people take more drugs to make more money. And that's the goal of these big conglomerates and these big global people. That's why the Bible, in the book of Revelation, it talks about the guys that practice pharmakia, or the use of these drugs. And it says that these guys are going to basically go to hell, is what the Word says. It says in the book of Revelation, they're sorcerers, they're wizards. Because back, back then in the Bible days, they used to put potions and things together that would cause people to get sicker, so they have to buy more potions and more stuff to keep the money going. This has been going on for thousands and thousands of years. And then if they want to kill people, they give them potions. Well, they can do that with the drugs, too. Look at all the drugs that are given to elderly people, Dave, that have been shown and have proven repeatedly to cause senile dementia. Over 100 drugs have been proven to cause senile dementia that are routinely given to women and men who are in nursing homes under care because they want to calm them down. I'll never forget my mother was put into the nursing home at the age of 85 by my sister who had power of attorney against my wishes. I remember they told me, says, because my mom was very, very German and very, very barking orders in the nursing home. She was running a business and everything else until the week before she ended up in a nursing home. 
and she did not want to be there, but my sister put her there. It was going to be temporary. That's how they always phase that. And what ended up happening is she ended up never coming out. And I told them, I said, you know, my mom is very type A. She's very opinionated. And I said, you know, she'll basically be telling you guys what to do. And I'll never forget what the nurse said. That'll be very short-lived here, Dr. Brower. We will quickly get her on a drug cocktail that will make sure that she calms right down. And Dave, they did. Within six months, she was not even the same person any longer. Within a couple of years, she started having serious mental decline, started having hallucinations. Within five years, she didn't know who I was anymore. By the end of the sixth year, they bled her out in the middle of the night, giving her so many blood thinners, she bled out through her kidneys and died in the middle of the night at the age of 91. I saw it with my own eyes, and I couldn't do anything about it because I did not have power of attorney. Guys, this is what they do. They want to make sure that everybody in the United States can get as many drugs as they possibly can. I mean, think about this for a second, guys. One in 32 boys now up in New Jersey have autism. One in 32. I mean, this is going to be a – what it's going to do to the social welfare system in this country when all of these millions of children now that have been diagnosed with their learning disorders and autism, when their parents die – See, if I had a child right now, let's say Austin was 30 years old, and God forbid he had come down with autism, and I was still alive. I'm 62 now, and I was still alive, and I'm taking care of him. I'd still, t- I'd still take care of him because it would be my responsibility until the day I die. What's going to happen to all of these kids, these millions of children that have been diagnosed with learning disabilities and autism, Dave? If it's one in, fi- one in, one in two, they're saying by 2035, maybe you know, all children by 2035, they don't know. It's going up so quickly. It's exponential. How in the world? from a social fabric can the United States handle the amount of money it's going to take to keep these kids in special ed and then take care of them the rest of their lives when they're not going to be income producing units where the IRS can take money away from them when they're going to be a drain on the system the entire time I mean what in the world is the point nobody wants to talk about the cause of autism it's been linked repeatedly to glyphosate repeatedly to toxic adjuvants that have been put in vaccines and if you read the and watch the movie vax it's the movie vax i have v-a-x-x-e-d it's online you can get it for free now on youtube you can watch it for free on youtube you got to sign in because it's, you got to be like 18 years of age to watch it, which is so stupid but they're because they're, they don't want you to watch it so you got to sign in and you got to watch it and you if you watch the movie vax if you're pregnant right now, if your wife's pregnant or you're planning on having children, you will never think about vaccines the same way again. And you will think about either staggering the vaccination shots, not using multivial shots, and doing all of these things differently than the standard vaccine schedule. Or you will do what I did with all four of my children and not vaccinate any of them. You know, my kids are all super healthy and super smart, Dave, because I've learned over the years. I don't want the risk. I told Austin when he was 18 years old, or 19 years old, he had graduated from college at 19 with his bachelor's degree. He had taken his military test to go into the Marine Corps, scored real high on it, and they were bringing him in as one of the youngest officers in the history of the United States Marine Corps, but they wanted him to get vaccinations. And he said, I'm not going to do that. And I told him, I said, dude, if you get vaccinated when you're 19 years old and you choose to do that, I'm out of your loop, man. I'm not, I have nothing to do, and I have no responsibility what it does to you because I saw what happened with all those anthrax vaccines. And then finally, when, right before he went in, Dave, he was about to go in, Obama won the election, and Austin looked at me and says, Dad, there's no way I'm serving under that guy. There's no way I'm going to allow him to be my commander-in-chief. And I said, Bud, I can't blame you. This is a gay Kenyan. I mean, now, now you say, well, guys, let me, let's stop for a second. Why am I calling him the gay Kenyan for those new listeners of Dave Hodges' show? I'm quoting Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers said right shortly before she suddenly died in, under surgery, 
that everybody knew that Obama was gay and that Michelle was a tranny. Look it up online, YouTube. Joan Rivers says that Michelle that, that Obama's gay. Now, whether Joan Rivers is right or not, I don't know. But I'll say one thing about her. I didn't care for her. She had a big mouth. But she sure told the truth a lot when she wasn't supposed to run her mouth. Now, as far as the Kenyan thing, guys, I think the evidence is out there. I think the birth certificate he showed up with was completely fraudulent. It's been shown fraudulent repeatedly. And so if I call Obama the gay Kenyan, I do it with complete and total disregard for the for the for the feelings of Barack Hussein Obama, who I feel was one of the worst presidents we've ever had in the history of the United States and brought us very, very close to a socialistic fascist form of government with the executive orders that he passed. And I do not like the guy and I like which of Benghazi even less. And so I praise God almighty that we had a nationalist get into the White House. But again, be very, very careful, guys. Because Trump is not doing a lot of the stuff that he said he was going to do, the basic stuff that he used for his election campaign. Lock her up, build the wall. Lock her up, build the wall. No investigations are started. And I hope and I pray those investigations start. But personally, like I have said on your show before, Dave, I think that Hillary Clinton and the Clinton crime family are so entrenched in D.C. and entrenched in our national politics they know where all the bodies are buried buried that i'm saying that figuratively metaphorically and literally that they would expose so many people and so much corruption in washington if they started getting prosecuted that the entire pedophile house of cards satanic luciferians that are running the dc area in their pentagram street laid out system with their giant phalanx and called the washington you know monument this obelisk in the middle of dc would come crumbling down and they simply aren't going to allow that to happen because they've spent too much time putting their apparatus in place, and they don't want to have it destroyed within a few weeks with the reality of who these people are and what they've done coming out to the public. Dave, what do you think? I think you're absolutely right. I Let's put it this way. You asked me about Trump earlier. I've had time to ponder again. I am disappointed in his inaction. Uh, Mueller should be gone. Sessions right. should be gone. Rosenstein right. should be gone. That's right. I totally agree with what you said. However, if we had Hillary, I believe some of us would already be in FEMA camps. Well, you know, I agree with that. But, you know, here's the thing. I talked to – I had Chuck Baldwin on the show, which, by the way, he's a great guest. You need to bring him on your show. And he said something very articulate. He says, you know, Ted, he, Trump's – the election for Trump was almost two years ago. He's been in office now for pushing two years in January. And he goes, all of us are still using as an excuse – and we're justifying everything he's done or not done under the guise of the fact that Hillary Clinton's not in office. And so we're all using that and saying, well, Donald Trump is better than Hillary. He goes, dude, he's the president of the United States. He's been in office for a year and a half at the point when I had him on the show. He goes, when are we going to no longer talk about Hillary? She didn't win the election. And when are we going to hold Donald Trump accountable for what he has said that he would do during his campaign and stop saying that he's better than Hillary? We don't have Hillary. We've got Trump, and he's still not doing what he said he was going to do. And you know what? I got to, I got to, I got to agree with Chuck Baldwin on that. He's right. So I, that's why I don't cut him a lot of slack with that anymore. And I don't. I try not to say that anymore, Dave, because you're right. I, I'm not going to even deny that. We probably have a bunch of us in FEMA camps right now if Hillary was still there. But guys, the same institutionalized government that was there with Barack Hussein Obama, the same Rothschild-controlled. Exchange Stability Fund, which runs the Treasury of the United States, that was put in in 1934 after they stole our gold in 1933. The same group of people are still running everything, and Trump's still the same figurehead. I had I had Robert David Steele on before the shooting happened, or after the shooting happened in Las Vegas, and I told him I said, did Trump 
could was trump aware this was going to happen he goes yes he was aware that this false flag was going to take place but he was powerless to stop it and i said i don't understand that robert i said why didn't you send the military in if he knew a false flag was being done by branches of our government as a false flag or as a military training operation or whatever they were doing and he didn't want it to happen all he had to do was just put a division of troops in the Vegas and put a stop to it before it happened he if he knew it was going to happen why did he do that he goes, i don't know ted I don't know, because probably he's probably probably primary a figurehead. So that's what we're doing, see, Dave. We're, we're trying to understand. It's like Steve Quayle said it so succinctly. He's right. We're trying to correct a spiritual problem with a political solution. And that's the problem that we have in the United States. We've done this now for decades, for generations, for over 100 years. We've got a spiritual degradation in the United States that's so bad. When we start losing our faith in Yeshua and Jesus Christ and Yahweh, our God, and we started putting our hope in the state, we started losing the ability to control elections because of the Rothschild banking cartel and they're pushing the Schofield Bible with Samuel Untermeyer. I mean the whole thing, if you go back and you look at what they've done, has been brilliantly orchestrated, brilliantly orchestrated to basically defang the Christian people in the United States and to basically accept the new world order, to accept the United Nations, to accept the Council on Foreign Relations, to accept everything they've done because we've taken the power of the pulpit and we've reduced it to basically a bunch of sniveling cowards that refuse to preach the true doctrine of Jesus Christ, who basically have lace on their panties, who are scared that they're going to lose their 5013C standing, and scared to talk about politics. The people that caused the revolution in the United States in 1776 were the clergy. It was the, it was the pulpit, the pastors, because the press was being controlled by King George. They couldn't press, they couldn't print things just like they have now in England. The BBC says you can't talk about your climate denier if you say whatever's going on. It was the same thing with King George back in the 1700s. The problem, the mistake that they made is they had forgotten what had happened with the French and Indian Wars with the, with the British and what had happened and how the settlers had come to the aid of the British Army to get rid of the French. And these, these, these guys were hardcore patriots and hardcore soldier combatants. And it was only a few, like a decade or so after the French and Indian Wars when they basically were called back to action to get rid of the British. See, they forgot who was in the United States. They never expected the United States to say, we've had enough of the British monarchy, get rid of them. And some people believe that we're still being controlled by the British monarchy because of the War of 1812 and their infusion of the central banking system, which was already in control of the British monarchy in 1812. And then Andrew Jackson got rid of them in 1832. But I can do the whole history lesson with you guys again, but I've done that. This is what's going on in the United States right now. Until we get rid of the Federal Reserve Bank in the United States, and we send these Rothschilds back to H-E double sticks where they belong and get the, get to get our rights to print debt-free currency back in the United States. We'll never shake ourselves loose from these guys because as long as they're continuing to produce debt currency to us as form of basically notes, promissory notes, we can never pay it back because we can never pay it back because the interest was never printed, Dave. And so there's not enough money in the M1 money supply to, print, print, to pay back tens of trillions of dollars. You can't do it. It doesn't exist. Currency's not in circulation. So until we basically render that whole thing unconstitutional and default on what we owe them, hold them in world court for what they've done, force them to pay all of the treasury bills and bonds they've sold to other countries for what they've done, we're not going to free ourselves and shake ourselves from this doggone giant vampire squid that's taken over the entire planet and now they're doing everything they possibly can to get a central bank installed in Syria, a central bank installed in Iran, and a central bank installed in in North Korea because they want to make have a one world complex where they can put in a global system of cashless society just like the Bible says they want to do where you're not able to buy or sell unless you receive the mark of the beast 
you know, these guys have read the Bible too. They know what they're supposed to do. They know what they're planning on doing. They know what Lucifer wants them to do. And, and remember, remember the, the book, The Bloodlines. They said that in that book, The Bloodlines, the guy, the author said that these guys actually, the Rothschilds actually set a place setting for Lucifer at their dinner table every single night. And that every 37 years, they say, they claim this, that he manifests himself thereabout or whatever on the timeline and tells them where he wants the course of events to go as far as in the United States and in the world. I mean, these are the guys that are running the planet. These are Sabbatine, Kabbalist, Luciferians, Druids. They're Druids, Dave. It's the same <laughs> satanic group that started way back in the Old Testament, way back thousands and thousands of years ago. They go all the way back to Genesis chapter 6. They consider themselves to be the Benign Nephilim, sons of the fallen. They trace their lineage back to doggone Cain. They believe that Cain was the son of Lucifer. These guys are nuts, but the problem is they believe all of this stuff, and they're willing to die for it. And until we shake the planet loose from their tentacles, we're not going to be free, Dave. What do you think? I think we've already lost the battle. I think we need to minimize the damage caused by the fall. And people, I mean, you look at Ted, we got China, the issues with China. We've got the issues with Russia. We've got the issues with the debt. We've got embedded illegals, not just coming into Texas, as you said, but also into California. California stands to gain nine Republican seats in the House. But that's being done away with by all these illegal votes that's going to take place. Ted, there's too many problems to even mention. I could fill up an hour just mentioning the problems, and I wouldn't have scratched the surface. So we're in a great deal of trouble. And what I'm hoping we can do with shows like this is convince people, hey, you're in trouble. You better get ready. Food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, tools, alliances. You better get ready because there's going to be a time in the not-too-distant future Ted, that we're not going to be able to access normal supplies. I agree. That's why we always tell folks, you know, our supplements have like a four-year shelf life. Uh, you know, and I'm not, I'm not telling you that to go load up on four years of supplements because I don't expect very many of you guys to do that. But I'm telling you, you need to have at least 90 days, 100 days, years worth of supplements available along with food because if you don't, what's going to end up happening is the food is not going to have the high-quality nutritional levels that you need. It's just not going to have it. You know, survival suits, food's not going to have that. It's not going to be like eating fresh organic fruits and grains and vegetables. It's not going to happen. And so you're going to have to have supplements. You're going to have to have nutrients that are going to be added to the food via supplementation. So you might as well go ahead and load up on supplements. That's how I always tell folks. And you can use the CSS coupon, CSS5 coupon, and get 5% off at Health Masters. And, and by doing so, you support this show, you support my show, you support alternative media because look what look what Apple did now pulling the apps down from Alex Jones. I mean, everybody in, in media needs in alternative media needs to take a really close look at what's happening. I mean, Alex is based, Alex has been basically deplatformed. Now, what I've done over the years is I've never allowed myself, Dave, to get to a point where I was dependent on Google or Amazon or any of these other groups of people or Twitter in order to promote my message or to get my message out because you know I do a national talk show every day also just like you do. And it's on Global Star from 3 to 4 every day live. And if you go to healthmasters.com, you can get a link to how, how to listen to that show. And you can also listen to it you know, as a recording every day. There's a phone number online for that. But the thing about it is I never allowed myself because I've seen it happen too many times. I saw it happen to me personally when I could no longer get on radio or TV talk shows you know, back in the 90s because of what I believed. And, I, and I've seen them do it before. That's why I never allowed them to get that kind of power and authority over him. When Alex stepped into the world system and he started allowing them to promote his message, so to speak, and they, he gave them the ability to stop his message. And that's why you know, I believe I'm a big believer in Global Star for what they do. Todd does a great job. 
I know that you're on Global Star, Dave, and you're you're now being you know you're being syndicated into other stations. And I mean, it's one of those things that we all have to be very very careful. So if you're a health health master supporter, make sure you go to my website and that you get on our newsletter and that you get information from us because you know push comes to shove and everything starts going nutbaggy. You know they're going to end up in a situation where the only way I can contact people is either be by sending them emails or sending them a newsletter to the postal department, Dave. I mean, it could get to that point. So we have to have the ability to contact everybody who's listening and stay in touch because right now we don't know what's going on. We've got multiple planes that were grounded last week and passengers put into quarantine coming out of the Middle East and Europe. What the heck does that even mean? I mean, who in the world knows what kind of contagion was put on this plane? those planes? Is that another beta test? Are they trying to see what they can put on a plane, how quickly it will incubate, if it can incubate before the people get there? What, is it a 24-hour incubation, 48-hour incubation? What if they throw a 72-hour incubation on the people that get on a plane? What if they introduce it through the ventilation system on the airplane, Dave? What if they start spraying people for pests on the airplane before they get on the plane and it wasn't pest spray, it was some type of incubating bacteria or some kind of virus? We don't know what they're doing on those doggone airplanes before we get on them. We don't know. All we know is this. The three planes were basically <laughs> – when they landed, the people were quarantined to check them out and make sure they weren't sick. That could be how the pandemic started. It's more than that. It's more than that, Ted. I've got documentation out of New Zealand that a flight from Melbourne that originated in the Middle East to New Zealand had several violently ill people. Same thing. It's all over, It's happening all over the planet. It's just the news is being suppressed. You know, Ted, I want to share this with you, too. I came across this information. Uh, a pastor, incidentally, from New Zealand sent me the link for this in the French military uh, newsletter. It's a French military newsletter called Defense News. They said the U.S. better watch out for a series of Pearl Harbors in the Pacific from China. That's right. Have you heard That's anything right. about this? No, but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, remember a few months ago, then I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I gotta be very careful how I say this. A few a few months ago, we suddenly had a missile that was being aimed at at, 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 at Hawaii. It was apparently fired from a submarine. Yes, I know and about it was, that. It, yeah. it was shot down. It was shot down yes. before it obtained altitude for releasing. That missile warning on TV was real and valid. No, I believe it, David. No, no, it we've was. Already had, we've, we've already had a, a, a weapon released against Hawaii that was shot down and not detonated. I mean, we got to ask ourselves the question. Where did that come from? I mean, what submarines that are out there that are capable of launching missiles? You know, what submarine platforms are like that? I mean, I could give you some names of some countries that own you know, submarines like that, but everybody would flip out on me. I mean, Germany makes them. They sold a bunch of them to Israel. China's got a bunch of them. Russia's got a bunch of them. South North Korea's got a bunch, some of the older ones. The United States has them. That's a really short list. I mean, we don't have a lot of countries out there that have that type of technology to launch missiles like this. And so we have to ask ourselves a question. Will there be a bunch of Hawaii, you know, false flags like we had with Roosevelt, who basically forced the Japanese to attack Pearl Harbor? Sure. Guys, no offense, that's what happened. And look what look what look what happened with the Bay of Tonkin. Look what happened for the Bay of Tonkin. Everybody's heard of the the, the, the actor, the, uh, the the Doors that moved that band. And you have Jim Morrison, who was basically the guy in the Doors, who was another MK Ultra boy out of Laurel Canyon. You guys need to get the book and read up on that. And his father was the admiral at that time that basically pulled the false flag on the Gulf of Tonkin. I mean, are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you guys. Look it up. All of this stuff is so interacted and so interrelated, Dave. And there's so much, there's such an incestuous group of people that basically work together in this giant pedophile network that we have here in the United States 
this Luciferian network, that these guys work together. And I would not doubt one second if a group of these guys weren't to get together and pull multiple false flags all at the same time, a series of Pearl Harbors in the Pacific. And it doesn't have to even be in the Pacific. It could be on our West Coast cities, Dave. It could be you could be all over the place, East Coast cities. I mean, we don't know what these clowns are going to do. And that would, of course, bring in martial law. That would, of course, bring in this, you know, the FEMA tro- troops. That, that would that would bring in the UN troops. There you go. That would bring in the, the, the Spesnots from the Russians and the Chinese trying to help the United States. And then we would completely break the Treaty of uh, of what was it? It was a uh, it was a it was a treaty that was done several hundred years ago in a city in Germany, which forbid the for which it'll come to me in a second. It was it was a treaty that was done several hundred years ago that prevented if a, if a country was in a civil war that countries were not allowed to go in and get meddling in that civil war unless they were asked by the host country to do it and that, that was the treaty of vestfala look it up vestfala w e s t p h a l i a the treaty of vestfala and we have completely and totally broken the treaty of vestfala by getting involved in syria again and now we're trying to overthrow the government that came out this past week down in venezuela of course, that's been going on for years with Venezuela because they wanted to make sure that the Rothschild boys, who had to give their gold back to the God, to Chavez, got out of power and they could cripple that country. That has one of the largest gold, one of the largest oil reserves in the world. Chavez does, but they have gone into his country now through the international banking company. And Trump did this with the sanctions, by the way. Trump did this to prevent him from getting loans and notes that were longer than 30 days to not allow him to functionally be able to run his oil fields like they need to in order to generate revenue for Venezuela. And Venezuela's revenue is down by 50% in oil reserve, in oil sales, because they can't, they don't have operating yeah. capital. And Trump did that day. I know. In fact, uh, the Venezuelans tried to counter by going to cryptocurrency, and that was blocked as well. Ted, That's my fine. friend, we're just about out of time, but if I don't leave you some time, you're not going to be, be able to tell people how to follow your good work. Oh, thanks, Dave. Healthmasters.com. Go to the website. You can get the links to Global Star Radio. Uh, you can also listen to the show, like I said, live. You can listen to it you know, on Global Star through the links. You go to Healthmasters' website, and you can get the links to the show. And what I do on my show, every time I do a show, I cover like the top 10 topics in a write-up, and so people know what they're going to listen to on the show. So if the show interests you, you can listen to it. If it doesn't interest you, you don't have to. But one little thing, I'll give you guys a hint. When it says must listen show at the top of the article and must listen show at the bottom of the article, when it says that twice, those are shows that are really, really hot, really, really pertinent, and you need to hear them right now. They're that important. So, guys, thank you for getting your supplements through healthmasters.com. Thank you for supporting the efforts that we have. Thank you for helping us to produce the highest quality natural nutraceutical supplements in the world and able to get them out to you guys and support the show and not do a bunch of commercial spots throughout the show on exactly. Health Masters. Exactly. And thank you guys for being here. And I just want you to know, guys, I pray for you on a regular basis and I appreciate every one of you for listening. Yes. And uh, to take advantage of Ted's great expertise and his great products, go to healthmasters.com, coupon code CSS5. Ted, thanks for joining us, my friend. I appreciate you, Dave, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay. Ted Brewer, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. We'll be back.